It's time for a legendary introduction. Welcome to Unpacking the Box. I really think nobody does it better. Join the conversation as we cover everything from life and relationships. All a woman wants is a choice. Inspiring interviews. That just hit me. Wow. And everything in between. Just keeping it real. We keeping it all the way real. Whoa. Now let's start unpacking. This is Linnea, your host. Tonight, I'm here with Kimberly, who is the owner of Bella Haven, where she offers a plethora of birth services, y'all. She is so amazing. She's a doula, sleep specialist, author. Kimberly is out here making a huge difference, and I love that so much. And y'all, guess what? She is actually no stranger to Unpacking the Box podcast. Y'all gonna have to run that episode back in May 2021, where she talked about her passion and being a doula. Welcome back, sis. Hey, I mean, okay, that intro, wow. (laughs) But I'm happy to be there, love chatting with you, and hey, everyone. (laughs) Yes, I'm I'm happy, I'm so happy to have you back. Yes, since we last spoke, I have to ask, you know, how have you been doing, how you feeling? Girl, I have been good, feeling good, uh, especially good, because like you said, author, so I recently just launched my, um, pregnancy book called My Pregnancy Haven, which I am super duper excited about. Um, It is pretty much a guided pregnancy journal aimed at, you know, informing and empowering families through pregnancy, postpartum and birth. Um, So yeah, that's I'm 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 really excited about that. Uh, You know, specifically, like, in my pregnancy haven, I kind of like touch on like interactive activities to create memories through pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Um, I do a lot of like birth advocacy. So teaching like the families how to advocate for themselves through birth, uh, postpartum expectation guides, preparedness, checklists for home births, hospital births, and just a whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> so hopefully I'll be able to like give you the link so you could put in the in the um, like description box or whatever. But yeah, I'm very, as you can tell, I am super excited about it. <laughs> yes, well, congrats to you. It, that You know what, that's a beautiful feeling to be able to publish work and put it out in the world. Like that's a, that's the best feeling. I'm so happy for you. Thank you so much. It's been a journey, but I'm glad we're here. (laughs) Yeah, I am sure. Yes. So I actually want to get into that more with you. But first, you know, for the people that may not have listened to that initial episode that you were on, um, what was the inspiration behind starting Vela Haven? And, you know, tell them a little bit about your business. Yeah. So with Vela Haven, I am a doula, a sleep specialist. Um, I'm also a certified breastfeeding specialist, but I really just focus on like the doula part and the sleep. Uh, So what made me start? I started off as a doula and I have just always been so engulfed and fascinated by births and just pregnancy. I used to just kind of assist family members through their pregnancy, whether it's helping with doctor's appointments and so forth. And then one time my friend was like, hey, do you know what you're doing is called like a doula? 
So I'm like, a doula? What is that? So me with my little spidey senses, I went in and like did all the research out there. And then I thought that was totally awesome. Did the trainings, certifications, yada, yada, yada. And then like I birthed Bella Haven. And then just from seeing clients um, through their birth and postpartum, I noticed that a lot of the clients, especially, um, yeah, a little before COVID, a lot of them would always like complain about, oh my gosh, like, hey Kim, my kid's like eight months now and sleep is terrible. What do we do? Yada, yada, yada. So then I got mm-hmm. into you know, pediatric sleep consulting. So I help clients with their infant and toddler sleep. And then <laughs> with helping them with that, they come back like, hey, so thanks. But what about me? Like now I can't sleep. <laughs> so then more recently, um, I got into like adult sleep coaching. So that's where okay. I help like moms who are just looking to optimize their sleep tired moms pretty much uh so i just try to make an impact throughout the entire family and i think with bella haven my aim was to create a holistic empowering non-judgmental space for families Mm -hmm. so that's what i really try to you know put out there and that's how i really try to approach my services as well I love it. So, you know, Bella Haven is just a one-stop shop. I love it. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, girl. <laughs> You're welcome. So, um, now, since we spoke in 2021, have you had more deliveries that you've been assisting in? Like, has, has it been busy? Yeah. So, honestly, the baby boom is still going. Guys. Okay. Like, the baby boom has not, you know, how they were like, oh, it's COVID. There's been a baby boom. It's still here. It's still- so, there, <laughs> there definitely has been a lot of deliveries, but I did slow down just a bit to focus more on the sleep specialist aspect. Okay. Um, because I saw like just my postpartum clients going through so much, whether it's postpartum depression and so forth because of lack of sleep. So, I wanted to, you know, really hunker down on making a difference in that way as well. But I very much still do births and all, you know, that stuff. But, um, um, yeah, I found myself really just hunkering down on the on the sleep part, which, you know, postpartum is something that we barely, well, not we, a lot of the times people don't know, like the postpartum of part of, you know, the whole giving birth, which is like the fourth trimester, mm-hmm. it can be really difficult. And um, it's, you know, kind of overseen, like, oh, okay, the baby's here, ah, but, you know, guys, like, what about the mom or the family or, you know, they're, they, mm-hmm. they need support too, so... I've been trying to really uh, get families together in that way. I love it. I love it. So let's get into this this book that you released, which first of all, the cover is fire. Okay. The cover just Thank is you. <laughs> Yes. And, and, and I'm going to post it on my page and share it with everybody because that's oh, you're thing that stood out to me when I looked at the book. I was like, oh, this cover is fire. I love it. So what, you know, obviously pregnancy, but what else uh, were you trying to convey and what was the inspiration behind the cover? Behind the cover, I definitely wanted to portray inclusivity for sure. Mm-hmm. I wanted this to be a book for all moms out there, you know, um, whether their background, their religion, you know, color, whatever have you. I wanted inclusivity and I wanted it to be a little sassy. So I wanted it to kind of <laughs> be like, hey, I'm pregnant. Yeah, I'm a mom, but it's okay. Like I, I'm still that girl. So that's definitely, you know, when I say that girl, I wanted it to kind of portray that feeling of empowerment. So that those were like my 
I guess, little, my inspirations behind the book, like inclusivity, empowerment, and just knowing that, hey, I'm pregnant, that's cool, but I'm still it, <laughs> so to speak. Yes, yes. Well, you know what? We can see that. We can see that on the cover. <laughs> Great. <for sure>. Yes. <laughs> yes, I love it. You know, that's a, that's a beautiful part about, you know, being a creator. You mm-hmm. can pretty much, whatever you want to do, whatever your vision is, is something mm-hmm. that you can just make into reality. And I think that's so amazing and inspiring just for anyone else who may be, you know, working on their labor love book, you mm-hmm. know? Right, right, right. Exactly. Yes. So what is the takeaway from this book that you want for consumers? So the main takeaway is for consumers to know, wow, like I did not know this. I did not know this could happen to me through pregnancy. I did not know I had to do this through birth and I did not know um, postpartum entailed this and now I do. So I want them to really just be educated, not just empowered and feeling confident, that too, but I want them to be really educated and I want them to feel like, you know, wow, I'm going into labor and I feel good. I feel amazing. You know, I, I can mm-hmm. conquer the contractions with, you know, the mindfulness reframing blurbed in this, in this, um, in this journal or, oh my gosh, my partner can actually support me, um, because she taught us birth advocacy through the journal. Um, and of course this book does not, you know, replace a doula. I still f- feel like everyone deserves a doula. So whether or not you have a doula, this book is helpful for you. Um, I want them to feel like, oh my gosh, okay, great. Like I'm ready for the hospital now. I'm less anxious because she's giving us essential checklists for our births. So it's just, you know, that feeling of knowing like you're going into this feeling Mm -hmm. weird and informed and knowing that you're going to be okay. Because a lot of times, especially for first time parents, you know, there's, there's this anxiety that comes with, with pregnancy and just birth and whether you're having a home birth, a hospital birth, a birth center birth, there's this anxiety that comes with, am I doing everything right? What am I doing? What is this? Am I going to be a good mom or dad or birthing person and so forth? So this book is just here to really conquer all of those thoughts and let you know that you can do this. You can do this. You're going to do this and you're going to be fine. Yes, I love it. And I know you went into it a little bit earlier about what we can find inside of the book. Can you go into that just a little bit more as far as what we can look for, uh, you know, look forward to? Yeah, yeah. So you can look forward to like birth and baby visualization tools. Um, There's also weekly and monthly expectations of the baby and the body. So these are all feedbacks that I've like acquired from my clients over the years on what they would want in like one space. Um, So a lot of the times, even with the weekly weekly and monthly expectations, you don't know what's going on with your body um, when you're pregnant. So I tried to put a little bit of that in there to let you know, okay, this is normal, you know, um, okay, this week, you know, you can focus on... um, talking to your job about your maternity leave or you know setting up your registry yada 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 um there's also a lot of pregnancy empowerment tools because again i am all about empowerment i am all about allowing families to know that you're going into this confidently and you're going into this knowing that you can do it um there's birth planning prompts of course um like I said, birth advocacy teachings, mm-hmm. um, mindful reflections through each trimester. So, you know, just reflecting on the pregnancy. How do you feel now? How was this um, pr- 
pregnancy appointment? What do you envision your family to look like now your new baby now that your new baby is here? You know, just kind of preparing them for that postpartum period. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a postpartum expectation guide and postpartum preparedness materials. I'm very passionate about postpartum because again, it just goes unseen. People just think, oh, you're just gonna have a baby and that's it. But postpartum is when things really get going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I um I provided like guides and just prompts and um, materials so that you know families can prepare for whether it's you know okay um, this person's gonna cook for me on that day or uh, I probably don't want visitors on this day you know just kind of giving them a way to like um, just kind of think just making them kind of think about things and then they can go through it with like their support system and so forth um, there's also mind reframing affirmations to get them through labor so just letting you know that you are not your contractions you can get through this because you know giving birth is a whole different ball game by itself Mm -hmm. and sometimes you know we don't get into how you know sort of intense it can be but having those mindful reframing affirmations can really help you to feel you know know that your body is just doing what it's supposed to do And I also added, you know, questions, important questions for your pregnancy care provider. Um, There are important questions that you should ask your pregnancy provider. And a lot of the times people don't know about it. They just think you go, you speak with your doc, your OB or your midwife, um, and then you sit there and just listen to them and that's it. No, there are questions that you ask them to really engage and learn about your body and learn about your baby and learn about what's coming. So these are, and there's, there's a lot more in there, but these are just some of the main takeaways that I want to let your listeners know um, that this journal entails pretty much. Okay. Well, that sounds like some amazing, amazing stuff. I would have liked to have something like that when I was pregnant. I could have used it. Yeah. I feel like all this stuff is coming out now. And I'm like, my oldest son, he's about to be 20 and I have no more babies. Okay. So (laughs) are you sure? Oh, I am absolutely 200% sure. Okay. It's not happening. Um, uh uh-uh. uh. But yes, I we are so grateful for the work that you do because you know it's necessary. I love it. Thank you. I just try to tell everyone, oh, please get yourself don't go into pregnancy thinking you just you're just getting pregnant and just going into a hospital and pushing out a baby. There is so much that you know we don't know you know there's so much to learn so mm-hmm. I just try to tell people to get yourself educated get yourself a doula get support and just make sure you are as prepared as possible for your pregnancy birth and postpartum yes I love it I love it so how long did it take this journal you know to become a reality for you oh my gosh I've been working on this for like a year Mm -hmm. Uh, mainly because I've been starting and stopping it's like okay and then I get super duper busy and it's like okay shoot like oh my gosh my journal and then oh yeah these are all the notes that I took you know for the almost five years that I've been a doula and of course there's like the editing process and all that stuff that comes with you know releasing a book so that took a little as well and just I'm a perfectionist so just making everything perfect I think that had a lot to do with it as well because mm-hmm. I'm so type A so I I would go over it and be like nope we want to remove this nope this word isn't spelled right nope this need to, needs to be capitalized but yeah I want to say that the entire process took about a year because I just I really wanted to give something of quality and I really wanted it to really bring out who I am and who I am just as 
a doula provider pretty much or just a wellness practitioner period um Mm -hmm. i didn't want this to be sort of like a rushed project or whatever i wanted to make sure like my clients or you know customers got something of value for sure yes i love it i love that so okay so let's get into the sleep specialist because this is this is super interesting so because sleep is i think uh, i think so many people struggle with oh my god oh my god yeah (laughs) it's a thing it is no it is it's a little mini epidemic um especially amongst adults (laughs) it is it really is i literally so i would say this started about maybe two months ago yeah. I literally, it doesn't matter what time I go to sleep. I don't care what time I go to sleep. I wake up every morning at like three o'clock. It's either three or three something in the morning. I have no idea why my body keeps waking up at 3 a.m. I'm, I'm so tired, but I cannot figure it out. Why I keep waking up every night at three. Every like That's so crazy. But I'm like, I don't know if it's insomnia. I don't know if it's stress. I don't know what it is, but it is so frustrating. It could be like a number of things. It could be like anxiety. It could be worry. Um, I don't know if you sleep with the TV on or I don't know if you have like a cutoff time for maybe your phone in the nighttime. So there's, there is a lot of things that, you know, that it could be. Yeah. Yeah. To look, to be looked into for that. But yeah, (laughs) no, your, your story is so common. Like I'm hearing you saying this and I'm like, oh yeah. Like I had a client like two weeks ago who said the same thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cause it's like, I will, uh, sometimes I'll be on social media and I was like, I'm asleep. I'm up. I mean, I can't sleep and stuff like that. And I'll see so many people in the same boat. Like I'm up, can't sleep. And so many, I'm like, oh my God. So you offer some great, uh, packages, uh, gentle sleep consulting that you do. And then also like, so you, you, I know you mentioned you work with kids, uh, babies, but then you started working with adults. Yeah. So initially, well, I still do and infants and toddlers. So mm-hmm. from like, I start from four, four months to four years, but then, um, my clients would, especially my moms, they'd just be like, girl help and I'd be like but I'm not qualified and it was just always like I can't tell you nothing because it's not my scope of practice so then I was just like you know what let me just bite the bullet what is this about and then I went ahead and like took the course and everything um and yeah now I help tired moms optimize their sleep um so yeah mainly work with moms tired moms I don't know I just I have something with mommies and women so yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> um yeah and we just we go through this program it is a five-week program and I know a lot of the time you know people think oh well you know maybe I could just google sleep hygiene stuff and then we'll just get that out the way but there's just so much more there is so much more to it than just you know maybe turning off the light at a certain time like all these things help but just getting having someone guide you into the nitty-gritty and by the way it's totally like holistic guys so I don't recommend you if you do it's it's fine we can incorporate it but I don't usually like say oh you know take this sleeping pill or that sleeping pill or whatever I want you to get to a place where your body naturally falls asleep and you naturally get good rest so just you know having someone kind of guide you through that process I think is helpful because lack of sleep leads to so many disorders that we have especially as adults it is ridiculous and I learned a lot more going through the um the training course and so forth just how detrimental lack of sleep is to our bodies yes and you never know you know until it's gone you never know how important sleep is it's like 
I don't want to sleep. Or until the doctor's like, ooh, you know, you're diagnosed with this. And then, like, you look yes. back and wow. If I had just <laughs> was just able to sleep more. And it's not our fault, you know? Like, we're stressed. Yeah. We're always working. It's this and that, you know? It's, it's not on us. But if you know you need sleep help, I would absolutely encourage you to seek that help. Um, it doesn't have to be me. But just seek seek that help to help you with your sleep because it is very important yes y'all hear that listen uh get into it because i know it's some people listening right now that's in the same boat as me okay we can't (laughs) sleep so connect with this queen all right she will get you right (laughs) i love it so i was on your page i was listening to you have a conversation yeah about because i feel like uh i feel like there's a connection with sleep too because mom's as moms, we're always sleepy. Even though my kids are a little bit older, my youngest is like 12, I still feel like, you know, kids just never stop needing, wanting, all that. So I'm always tired, working mom, doing all these, you know, multiple things. And uh, so you were talking about sex after a baby, which I think is very tricky, can be a tricky thing just because of exhaustion. And I feel like so much, partners be expected so much, okay? So much of us. <laughs> and um, you know, there's there's uh you know postpartum, there's lack of confidence, you know, that can um it can really deter us from wanting to even resume sex. So can you give like the ladies out there a little bit of tips or or and or encouragement, you know, to some moms out there who are struggling to resume sex after a baby? What I tell my clients, and I'm gonna just say it straight up, having sex after a baby happens when you are ready. When you are ready, and I, you know, that's one thing that I go over with with my clients is we talk about like expectations in the relationship or marriage or whatever it is you're involved with. Because Mm -hmm. you have to have those deep conversations with your partner and let them know this isn't what you think it is. Like I had a client, her sex drive came back after two years. I kid you not. Two years and we were working through it all of us together and of course you know um they had a therapist and whatever but as her as her doula I was working through it with them and Mm -hmm. throughout that postpartum period because like you said the partner wants what the partner wants you know so it's just you need to make sure that your partner understands sex comes when I'm ready for it. And I don't like the notion that, you know, after a person gives birth that they're supposed to like, oh, you know, it's six weeks, girl, you're going to be good. Like that is not always the case, especially when you're breastfeeding. It's not always the case. And research shows that. So I just want the moms out there to know that you need to, whenever you're ready, that's when sex after birth happens. And if you are pregnant right now, you need to start having those really deep, intense and raw conversations with your partner letting them know your sex drive is going to change it is a half of the time it's gonna change sometimes you Mm -hmm. see women like oh my gosh it's more intense now and some women are like I don't want to be touched like please stop just hold me let's watch a movie like I can't you know so have those deep conversations with your partner and just know that it happens when you are ready and that's what I want women to take away or birthing people um to take away from you know the whole sex after birth Yes, that's great advice, though. I love it. Because it's like, and I think, too, we feel pressure, you know. Yes. We feel pressure to be what other people want us to be and to do what other people want us to do. And it's a lot of pressure having a baby, trying to put yourself back together like Humpty Dumpty. I always say that. It It takes a lot, okay, to put put yourself back together again. And, you know, 
and when so much is expected of you it really could cause you to just have a breakdown and i you know i'm telling you i have seen it so many times with clients like i have seen it so many times where they get depressed or they want to get a separation it's just oh that's why i really advocate for just postpartum preparedness before a baby i really do it's it's so near and dear to me but I, I know that I was speaking with Hazel Walker, who's a therapist, and she was saying mm-hmm. that, I mean, she said straight up, get creative. There's other things you can do other than sex, you know, like sex doesn't always have to equate to intimacy. Of course, it's great. Like we all love it. duh. But just get creative for that little bit of time that, you know, your partner needs to get themselves together, maybe do other things or find other ways or whatever you know like y'all could put your heads together but you know we don't want there to be a situation where you as a person who just gave birth feels pressured into having sex because that leads to a plethora of other things including like you said that mental health issues or like postpartum perinatal disorders and so forth um that is just something we don't want for you Yes, I love it. I love it. I love that so much because it's so you know that's so important. Me and my one of my girlfriends, we were having a conversation about that. We always talk about stuff like that, and I was saying you know because it, it also can lead to, like you said, other things, but also it can reveal what the foundation really is that the relationship is built uh, on. Exactly. You know, so it's like give us some grace, okay? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Oh, hopefully, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. <laughs> Girl, listen, I could be all day talking about that. But yes, I love I love your gems that you dropped. So I thought that was pretty, pretty cool of a conversation that you were having about that. Yes, yes. So, you know, what have you been doing recently for fun? Oh my God, for fun recently, I have been traveling. Like, ooh, okay. Yeah, like more, most recently I went to Spain and I'm just like, I told my husband, like, can we move there? I want to like I really just want to move to Barcelona and I've just been telling like everyone I know like in six or so years I'm gonna be living in Barcelona so don't even look for me okay I've yeah I've been traveling and just spending time with friends and family because 2022 has been eh, what it it really taught me like wow life is super short you know it was just one of those I don't know, years where, and I guess a lot of people had that in like 2020 or 2021. And I had that last year for some reason, but it just really taught me how short life is and how you need to really just treasure the people around you. So I've really been trying to be present and in the moment and setting boundaries. I love it. You are right about that. This thing, this thing called life is super short, super, super short. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what did you love about Spain that makes you want to live there? I think I just loved how like they were just so stress-free I'm like these Mm, people were just so like I don't know they would just (laughs) I don't even know how to explain it like just how they would be with their families and just how like the so the family aspect to them is very important even speaking with the locals Mm -hmm. like you'd see like a lot of the times and when I say family I don't mean like mom dad or like mom kids like mom dad aunts uncles grandparents they're all hanging out they're all going to dinner together and so forth but they were just so happy like Mm -hmm. they were and the crazy thing is are like we make more than them here in the states but it's like their happiness is like at a better ratio over there, I guess. So it was uh-huh. it was really weird to see. And out of everywhere that I've traveled, 
just Spain. It was just something about Spain. I'm like, what? It was just so mind blowing to me. So yeah, I just love how free they were. They were just free and happy and just, just genuinely happy. And yeah, I felt super duper free over there. Just super free. I, I, I was just, yeah, I felt just at peace, I guess. Not to say I'm not at peace, but it was just a different feeling. Yeah, I get it. It sounds lovely, actually. You're making me want to go, okay? Please. I am an advocate. Like, please go. Please plan some time to go. I'm telling you. You won't regret it. I love it. I love it. Oh, yeah. Somebody had to tell my husband about that way. Oh, yeah. Please do. Um, (laughs) Yes. And what's in your playlist right now? What are you listening to? Oh my gosh, right now I am... So I love Afrobeats. That's all I listen to, even before Afrobeats was a thing. Because we're from the island, so it's like we grew up listening to these things. But right now, let me see what specifically... I'm just going to go on Spotify real quick. Okay. Really quick. Um, Okay, so I've really been into like Next to Me. That's Popcon and Tony Ann, so that's not Afrobeats, but... That's a really, really cool song that I've been like jamming to. Yeah, nice. it's a song. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what is your favorite snack? Ooh, my favorite snack is. So this changes like the wind. Right now, my favorite snacks it's Cheez Its. Okay. It's happening, but I'm like on a Cheez Its high. Okay. <laughs> I like Cheez Its. Cheez Its are good. They good. Yeah. So I the extra toasty one, one, by the way. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Just I love it. I like to dip mine in tuna fish. Oh my gosh, I've never. No. It's so good. <laughs> no, I have to try it. I have to try it. Super good. I feel like any cracker, really, like Ritz, Cheez Its, you know, it's mm. so good. It's tuna fish. I love it. Okay, that I'm going to do like tomorrow, by the way. And I'm going to DM you and let you know how it yes. is. <laughs> yes, let me know if you like it. I love it. I love it. Um, so if you could have a conversation with anyone, who would that be and why? Ooh, if I could have a conversation with anyone, for some reason, if I could have a conversation with anyone, I would like to talk to Meghan Markle. I would really mm, okay. just love to like gauge her mindset and just ask like, girl, how are you really? Mm-hmm. How are you and how are you doing this? How are you doing like people literally hating on you every single day? Every day. I'm a big Twitter fan and I'm telling you every single day this lady, her name is trending. So I would just love to talk to her and just kind of talk to her about motherhood and ask her how her births went and her postpartum period. Really? She yes. just looks like she would be like a girlfriend. <laughs> I don't know. Yes, that would be interesting conversation. Yeah, she seems like she's like, I don't know, like girlfriend material. Like, hey girl, how's it going? So she actually does. She does. She really does. People, you know, despite what people say, she does. If you really like if people really watch her and listen to her talk, she does seem like she's actually a very nice person. I feel like she is. I really do feel like she is. Yeah. I'm with you on that one. What advice would you give to someone out there who has a goal that they want to accomplish? You know, kind of like you did with your book. Um, But for whatever reason, they feel that it may be unattainable. What would you tell them? I would tell them, get out there, reach out to people and find yourself a mentor. You would be surprised when you Google, like, let's suppose you're trying to like open up a restaurant. Like if you like go on 
the internet or whatever and like google you would be surprised the amount of people you find out there and who people who are actually willing to talk to you mm-hmm. so i would say put yourself out there and uh get yourself a mentor and that's what i had to do i don't think i would be in the situation in the position sorry i am without a mentor without actually having someone to talk to about all the highs and lows of being a doula and an entrepreneur and all that good stuff so that's one advice i would tell them Yes. Well, that is great advice. I love it. Listen, as always, I enjoy having you on. I enjoy talking to you. This was fun. It was. Thank you so much for having me on. And I love your podcast. Thank you for doing this for the culture and just doing this period. Like you're, you're, you're a freaking firecracker. You're doing it. Oh, thank you. thank you so much my sis i appreciate that that means so much to me i I thank you i love it you know i love talking to people and you know i love just building a rapport with people and i just want to see people win i genuinely do you know because that's what it's about yes absolutely yes but before you leave you know as always i love to do unpack your backs at the end of every episode with every guest that's a moment where you get to you know leave us with a gem or whatever it is you want to share with us whatever's on your heart what i will leave you guys with is be very intentional about life and be very intentional about setting boundaries for yourself um the type of happiness that i have now I feel like it wasn't attained by me setting the boundaries that I set last year. And it just like changed the game for me. So just be intentional about who you are. The right people will love you and accept you. And the right people will understand when you say, hey, I can't answer the phone after 8 p.m. And yeah, I guess that's my little gem (laughs) right off my head. Yes. Okay. Get into it. Y'all make sure y'all connect with this queen and let them know your website, your handles, all that good stuff. Yeah. So it is Bella Haven, V-E-L-A-H-A-V-E-N, bellahaven.com. And on Instagram, Facebook, it is at Bella Haven. And that's where you can find me. Yes. Connect with this queen. You guys, she's amazing. She is doing some much needed work. She is helping us. She's empowering us, informing us all that great stuff and make sure you purchase her journal first of all the cover is fire so you know i mean you know yeah i'm gonna listen i'm going to give someone that but first of all i'm gonna purchase it for someone else and give it away and i'm gonna post it so you know we can listen that's what it's about over here okay this is what we do we uplift each other we help each other you are so welcome absolutely thank you thank you so much guys and thanks for having me on this was so great Yes. All right, y'all. We out. Wait, before you leave, keep up with your girl on Instagram at unpacking underscore the underscore box underscore podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Be well.